A turkey is carved And just through the woods Some Indians starve Bellies are filled With a good hot meal They're snuggled up And fast asleep They're fast asleep Oh, and little Tommy's growl As the cold wind howls Tonight the baby interrupt the broadcast to bring you live coverage of the president's press conference. The president's entire cabinet advised against him ever speaking again without a script, but it appears he's decided to anyways. We take you now to the White House. It's time to stop talking. It's time to start acting. I ask Congress to appropriate additional money to protect corporate America and to punish American workers. And we're making good progress. There's a lot of actions that take place that you'll never see. Rounding people up slowly but surely. And that's positive. That's a positive development. Now, I'll be glad to answer some questions you have. We'll start here, David. Thank you very much. I wanted to know, and I'm sure the American people do too, what you plan on doing as far as tracking down the CEOs of the corporations that seem to be robbing many Americans blind. By far, the vast majority of... CEOs in America are obviously trying to scam somebody. And these are, these are like international criminals is what they act like. They kind of hide and order things up and hide again. And, but nothing has changed. And that's how the system is supposed to work. Diane. Mr. President, the FBI requested members of Congress to take polygraph tests. Now, is your administration pursuing criminals in Congress? That's what I keep trying to explain to the American people key members of Congress. These people are cold-blooded killers. They're interested in killing innocent Americans still. And therefore, we will continue to pursue them. Mr. President, was your plus two bag of holding effective against the level five paladin? Uh, I actually didn't read the whole uh, story about uh, somebody down there at level five flexing some know-how muscle. But it's a frame of mind. It's it's we we we, we don't take we 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 take lives, um, killing thousands. That's how I look at it. You are listening to your community spirit. The show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. I want to remind you that today is appreciate a dragon day. <laughs> Every day is appreciate a dragon day. National Nothing Day. <laughs> um, Religious Freedom Day and then National Day of Peace in El Salvador mm -hmm. and um, tomorrow is 
Judgment Day. Oh, tomorrow is Judgment Day. We must uh, we must take stock of our lives and. <laughs> so what is Judgment Day? I don't know. <laughs> tomorrow is also Kid Adv- Kid Advent Advent Adventures <laughs> Kid Adventures Day. I want to say adventure. That's what I wanted to say, but uh-huh. Kid Adventures Day, Inventors Day, <laughs> um, Saint Anthony's Day, and um, on Sunday is Pooh Day, World Religion Day, and also the an- anniversary of the Lewis and Clark Expedition Commission. <laughs> All these are from holidays.net. Um, so, uh-huh. I, I recommend looking it up every day. Because did you know that tomorrow is Judgment Day? Yes, I'm guessing if it were if it were like the end of the world kind of Judgment Day, they wouldn't list holidays past that. Because I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, where are we? We are in. We're in Southern Illinois. My brain is frozen solid. <laughs> I had to drive down yesterday down to Metropolis to do a couple uh, site visits, and um, I think the heat on the on the on the truck worked, but I know the temperature gauge never went up. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time I was driving, so either the gauge is broken, or the heater froze, or. I don't know. It, it might, was cold. It might have just been so cold. It's kind of like when you're running on a treadmill. You know, you're running and running, but the treadmill's moving too, so you don't get anywhere. <laughs> it's like it was pouring in the heat, the heat, the heat, but that was just keeping you from getting colder. It didn't actually heat you. Yeah, I knew it was warmer in the truck because I got out to, you know, do the site visits, and then I'd get back in the truck, and it'd be kind of toasty in there. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because I was out of the wind or it was actually warming. It was a little of both. Yeah. But I do know it was cold enough that when I was looking at the wind, I was crying. <laughs> So, yeah, it was cold enough that uh, I was at work uh, yesterday, and I, without thinking, I like went to wipe out the outside window with a with a rag that had glass cleaner on it, and instantly the glass cleaner froze. <laughs> and it's supposed to be like, well, I don't know. Some yeah. of it has antifreeze stuff. Some of it has antifreeze. Even the then like, to clean that up, I got these moist towelettes that have alcohol on them. You know, like r- rubbing alcohol type, and they froze too on the window. So, <laughs> alcohol was freezing yesterday. Now, you know, it was easier to get off that way, but still, I was pretty impressed that even that was freezing too. And so were many people. <laughs> so, as we get over the holiday season, it's been the best of times, it's been the worst of times, <laughs> as a few people have said. So... The best of times, as in the dawn of a new U.S. presidential administration, pledged to support the development and growth of clean energy as never before. Some of the best of times are Secretary of Energy. The guy is, well, he's an amazing guy. Mm-hmm. Stephen Chu, he's a Nobel Prize winning brainiac. Incoming climate and energy star. Carol Browner, experienced, well-connected, and tough. And then, of course, Barack Obama's pledge support for carbon cap-and-trade regulations, California's recent passing of the nation's most aggressive greenhouse gas reduction law. But then, of course, there's the worst of times. Credit as dry as the Mojave Desert. Hmm. State and city budgets under the knife. 
venture, venture capital has trickled to a flow, to a slow. <laughs> the plummeting oil prices, of course, don't help clean energy. And then, of course, we can't afford clean energy right now. That's a quote. This is the potentially worst outcome of all, an ill-advised idea that the transition to clean energy economy must be put on hold until the overall financial picture improves or brightens. Hmm. We are certain in the painful throes of a transition to something new, but can we make this thing a new good thing, or are we going to go back to the same old... Was it a good thing? <laughs> I really don't know, but we need to definitely do a shift. So together we can we can definitely write the next chapter of American history. And we need to work on it. Yeah, well, we'll write the next cha chapter of American history. The question is, is it going to be horror? Is it going to be sci-fi? Is it going to be, you know, suspense? <laughs> I mean... It remains me, to be yeah. seen. On balance, I'd take the, the bad with the good, because, I mean... The bad things that we've had now is actually creating the shift that we should have done in the 70s. Mm. To be energy independent, to not waste energy, to um, think about the stuff we buy, um, to just not be wasteful. Yeah. And we went through a period of, well, having fun. <laughs> and um, you can still have fun and not be wasteful. Yeah, <laughs> you and can do both. And we have to learn how to do that. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's a very good road ahead for our energy economy. I mean, energy is the world's largest economy. I mean, it's the largest industry in the world. Yeah. And so... It's the industry that powers so many other industries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so we actually have to create a shift into a clean energy economy. And who knows? We might have a federal government that actually will help us. <laughs> yeah. We'll we see. shall see. So you got some happenings? Yes, let's see. As usual, we have happenings. We have, uh, this is an ongoing happening, the uh, Rice and Spice, the Slow Food International Dinner. Uh, they're meeting at the Interfaith Center on uh, on today. It is Friday. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm catching up. I'm waking up this Friday. They're meeting today at 6 p.m. at the Interfaith Center for uh, Rice and Spice Slow Food International Dinner. And um, we happen to mention that today is um, World Peace Day in El Salvador. The food that's going to be cooked at the International Slow Food Dinner, otherwise known as Rice and Spice, is mm -hmm. pupusas. And pupusas are a dish from El Salvador. Ah, so did you plan ahead or was that... No, I had no idea that today <laughs> was World Peace Day in El Salvador. Yeah. So... <laughs> Um, Synchronicity. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's a couple women from El Salvador going to make pupusas, and pupusas are kind of like a tamale, but completely different. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much kind of the same ingredients, but instead of being boiled, it's um, toasted or baked or... You have to come and see. Yeah. That's all. It's Tasting is believing, as yeah, they it's, say. It's so much better than a tamale. If we could have you taste it through the radio, we would. Maybe someday. <laughs> So, tonight at the IMC, The Power of Nightmares, a BBC documentary that tells the story of the rise of neoconservative menaces and radical Islamists at least. Uh, Tom Hartman says the watch that watching The Power of Nightmares is like taking the red pill in the Matrix, allowing you 
you to view recent history in an entirely new light. Big Muddy Independent Media Center, Friday, today, January 16th, today at 7 p.m. That's big issues on the big screen at the Big Muddy IMC. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of people don't know. Like, you know, there was, you know, back during the Cold War, you know, well, people probably know about the Cold War. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, during, during the Cold War, there were people who, uh, you know, they were worried about communism, so they got this idea, like, oh, I know what we'll do. Like, and we'll go to all these countries and support, uh, you know, radical Islamists to fight against the communists. <laughs> and then, you know, they, they chased away the communists, and then they had a bunch of radical Islamists, you know, ruling countries, and they're like, oh... <laughs> Wait a minute, what happened here? <laughs> Oops. We, we get, we, be careful what you wish for. Yeah, be careful who you support. Yeah, because so. once, once you give them the guns and they use the guns, they've still got the guns once they've done whatever you want them to do. Yeah, so. You have more happenings? I'm out. Um, yeah, let's see. We've got... Um, I heard there's Martin Luther King Day. Yeah, Martin Luther King Day. That's actually just what I was going to get to. Um, they In the nightlife, they have a whole article about this, but we'll... Um, at least mention some of the details. Um, at the, they're having a event at the Carbondale Unitarian Fellowship, and at the Rock Hill Mission ba- Missionary Baptist Church, and uh, they're getting together on. Uh, they're go- they're getting together at the Carbondale Civic Center on Sunday, January 18th, at 2 p.m. to uh, celebrate the life and work of Dr. Martin Luther King. And there's a lot of happenings. I know there's. Uh, four or five happenings that will be happening, you know, the whole beginning of the week. Yeah. And so be on the lookout, um, pick up your nightlife and look at the schedule of events. And, um, well, pretty much every church in is doing something. Um, he has inspired a lot of people. Yeah. So be on the lookout for Martin Luther King happenings and events around town. You have more happenings? Um, let's see. If you would like something to happen, please send us, send it to us. We happen to be the happening guys sometimes. <laughs> if you let us know, then it happens. Okay. Info at yourcommunityspirit.org is my email. Yes, or you can email it to me at treesong at treesong.org. And if you want it to happen, well, send it to both of us. Yes. <laughs> to the sunrise ritual this is a little something to wake up the sun bring it back yesterday was cold but because it was sunny it actually felt like a really really nice day so I have a question for you we talked about this last week but I want to repeat it was green the most overused word of 2008 Green has gone mainstream. There's no doubt about that now. Celebrities touting their green lifestyle, corporations announcing green initiative after green initiative, and politicians publicly calling for green legislations and policy. But did you know 
As previously reported, the words green and green, green and carbon footprint topped out the 34th annual list of words to be banned from the Queen's English for misuse, overuse, and general, well, just general uselessness. The likes of green and going green beat out even the hopelessly overused 2008 election cycle lingo like Maverick and Main Street, Wall Street. So, be careful when you say going green. Maybe you can go back like they used to, go sustainable. (laughs) Sustainable is like green to the seventh degree. Yeah, I I should have queued up the uh, the Kermit song. It's not easy being green. <laughs> it's a good guy, that Kermit the Frog. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of going green, last week we we were starting with the top ten ways to go green with workout. We only got to the top five, so this week we're going to finish the top ten of how to work out green style yes (laughs) how you can become a a lean green machine (laughs) so let's see let's start with since we went through one to five let's start with number six get energized (laughs) that's advice we often give on this show don't we yeah (laughs) so get energized fuel your body with fresh organic food and skip the processed aisles at the store or you can get organic energy bars that don't include ingredients like refined sugar or artificial colors and flavors that are made from fruits, nuts, fiber, protein, and natural fats, as opposed to trans fats, which are weird alien fats that will destroy you. (laughs) (laughs) So before you exercise, fuel yourself with a snack that's high in carbs and low in fat, like pretzels, and drink a lot of water. Now, they don't mention this. Pretzels are good, too, because the salt is like electrolyte, sodium, uh... After your session, snack on a combination of carbs and protein to replenish your energy supplies. Supplies. Number seven, change your routine. Finding the time to fit in a dedicated exercise session every day isn't always easy. But replacing sedentary parts of your daily life with activity lets you cross both to-dos off your list at once. So you can try walking or riding your bike to work, even in the winter. Actually... Ye- yesterday was the first time I broke out the vehicle mm-hmm. in like a week and a half. <laughs> yeah. I've been riding my bike around, and yes, it's cold, but you'll be surprised how much easier it is to ride fast when it's cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like... You've got the motivation. <laughs> and I actually have only gone to the gym like once this week. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was just like... I went because well, I was cold one morning, and I went into the sauna. <laughs> I didn't really go work out. Yeah. One thing I've changed about my routine is at the computer now, I usually stand up instead of sitting because then, like, when I sit, I tend to, like, slouch and get all, you know... uh, Tense, yeah. Yeah, get all tense. The the wrong muscles are working, and I sit there too long. and So now I stand, and it it exercises my leg muscles instead of slouching. And you might not be on the computer so much. Yeah. (laughs) So let's see. Next one is uh, gear up green. (laughs) Green gear. And not just the color green. If you're going to make working out a regular part of your life, you might need some gear. Even go anywhere workouts, like yoga, are easier with a mat, and a biking routine is impossible without, yes, you guessed it, a bike. (laughs) But you don't have to buy all new products. Check the web or your local sporting goods store or your closet for deals on used bikes, weights, and other equipment. 
Your closet? <laughs> well, you know, you might have stuff in your closet. Oh, I Pro thought you meant the bike. Probably not a bike. You never know. <laughs> uh, it's like, excuse me, closet, do you have a deal on bikes today? <laughs> yes, we have them for $200. <laughs> okay, so, uh, and if you are going to buy new, there are things like eco-friendly yoga mats, which are made of non-PVC material, are easy to find. And you might, you might be surprised at how good your workout can be uh, with two water-filled jugs as weights, like a dining room chair and an old crate. Yep. Or you can just, like, go out and walk around your house and come back in. Yeah. I mean, today that would work really well because that would get your blood pumping. If you did that, like, I don't know, five times in an hour, just go out, walk around the house, come back in, <laughs> do something, go out, walk around the house. That'd be the equivalent of, I think, 20 minutes of working out. Yeah. Because it's it, so cold, it'd get your blood pumping just going outside. If you really wanted the challenge, you could do it in your undies. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cold out there that you would do a lot of blood flowing. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you could only do it once, though. <laughs> so, the next one is dress appropriately. <laughs> Did you notice that? No, I didn't. I was, <laughs> okay. I'm just naturally queued up for it. Serious athlete wear all those fancy fibers for a reason. They help sweat evaporate before it sets on your skin. They keep you cool and the shoes are cushioned according to your sport. But there are eco alternatives too. Sneakers made from recycled rubber soles, tops and pants that combine soy and organic cotton blends, and coconut shells transferred into breathable fibers. I've actually wore one of these. They are so comfortable. Uh -huh. One made out of hemp and another one made out of coconut fibers. Uh. The coconut fibers seem to me to breathe better, but the hemp one was softer. Yeah. So. Huh. I like coconut and hemp. Yeah. Huh. So let's see. Um, number our, 10. Yes, number 10. Last but certainly not least, inspire change. That's something I try to do every day, or on a good day anyway. If you've decided that joining the gym is the best way to go, at least for the winter, you can still encourage your local health club to make some green changes. Restrict the use of towels, invest in energy-efficient machines, offer recycling bins for water bottles, or even better, stop selling them, uh, set up the televisions to shut off when the machines aren't in use, and many other things like that. I actually realize that a lot of these machines now, bicycles and rowing mm -hmm. machines and all that, are plugged in. Yeah. And I'm like, mm -hmm. come on, the computer uses such a minimal amount of power. The person's pedaling or pulling or pumping or running, they mm -hmm. could right there be they producing power. Now, a treadmill is different. I mean, that needs actual, like, major power. Yeah. But the little computers that you are moving things, I mean, especially like a exercise bicycle, mm -hmm. Have that bicycle be powering the computer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, duh. I don't even know if they sell something like that. I don't know. You, you, it's possible. You can make it your own, you know. If someone knows of an uh, exercise bicycle that's sold to... I know you can buy kits for regular bicycles mm, Yeah. to p produce power, but I'm talking like an exercise bicycle that it's all self-contained mm. and it comes from the manufacturer like that. Yeah. They, they must exist because uh, the, the article says some gyms are even har harnessing human power to supply energy and reduce bills. So if we can find one of those gyms, then maybe we can find one of those bikes. There you go. <laughs> A new Lisa on life. Obama's EPA, uh, um, Environmental Protection Agency, EPA nominee, promises to embrace science and act on climate issues. Wow, that's a step forward. It's like, 
<laughs> an environmental organization that's going to embrace science? <laughs> cool. That's crazy talk. Lisa Jackson, Barack Obama's nominee to head the Environmental Protection Agency, promised at her Senate confirmation hearing, quote, that scientific integrity and the rule of law would be your guiding principles at the agency. Holy camoly. Anyway. <laughs> this is actually something that has been mandated by the Supreme Court, but of course, ignored by the Bush administration. Yeah. <laughs> like so many things. <laughs> So let's see, in other news, CEQ for yourself subtly promises to be voice for environment in Obama White House. Nancy Sutley, Obama's pick to head the White House Council on Environmental Quality, that would be the CEQ from the title, faced questions from several senators at her confirmation hearing this week about whether she will play second fiddle to Carol Browner, the Clinton-era EPA chief who has been tapped by Obama to serve as climate and energy sire. Uh, Sutley insisted that the CEQ will be, quote, the voice for the environment in the White House, and said she expected to work very closely with Browner to recommend policies to the president. So it'll be interesting, this idea that people in the environmental management agencies are supposed to be doing things for the environment <laughs> instead of against. <coughs> we, we could try this out for a little while, see how it works. Yeah, who knows? It might actually work. So, we were talking about making shirts out of coconuts. How about making car parts with coconuts? Researchers from Baylor University have figured out a way to make car trunk, boot liners, floorboards, and even car door interior covers using fibers from the interior husks of coconut. Usually, these are made from synthetic polyester fibers. The discarded husks pile up in mounds, creating a health hazard because they collect water where Malaria-causing mosquitoes can breed. This sounds like, well, kind of a small win, though we hope small changes don't make it easier to avoid asking the real questions like, should I even have a car? <laughs> <laughs> if you are going to have a car, though, it should be made out of coconuts. Yeah, um, and chocolate. And chocolate. No, <laughs> then, you, then you'll eat the car. Well, I mean, if you get stuck somewhere, <laughs> it's like, I mean... You're snowed in somewhere, it's like it's either... You, you turn to your passenger, it's either you or me, and they're like, no, wait a minute, it's a chocolate car. <laughs> chocolate dashboard. So you saved. Um, this has been an exciting, <laughs> yes. informative, half hour of your community spirit. I hope you've been entertained with our infotainment. Yes, infotainment. Yeah. If you've been half as infoed and half as tamed as we are, then you're having a good day already. Remember... Have a green workout. However, Treesong came up with a new word last week. Yes, play out. <laughs> play out. I've been talking to some friends, and we need to have a, a basically a playground that's adult sized. <laughs> yeah, and you I've have to be a member be of it, like you know, like a gym. Except you know, you just go and have playouts. Would you like to have a play date? Hell yeah! <laughs> so. Remember, it's cold outside, but that doesn't mean you have to be cold in your heart. <laughs> Anything else? Nope, that's a good note to end on. <laughs>